When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buff Nation. Let's be proud. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome I into... was waiting for Let's Go, man. Yeah, switch yeah. it up once in a while. The DNVR post-game show. We're presented by Game Time. Guys, use the promo code BUFFS Buffs when you download Game Time and get $20 off your first purchase. What a game. What a game. Man, what a game. What a game. No one should be hanging their heads after that. No one should Absolutely be hanging, over the, I'm hanging game their heads. Ready, I'm you game, are game I'm ready. Game ready man. Does that, how does that feel? Does that Do you really hurt? want me to answer that like on a live show? <laughs> People have been complimenting that we have matured yep. over our past shows. Yeah. And then you come right out the gate with how does that feel I, as you bang on me. You want me to. <laughs> All right. It's going to be that kind of show, I see. Let's oh, go. Oh, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. I thought we'd at least get it after the ad breaks, but here we are. Oh, my God, man. What a game, man. Unbelievable. Hell of a game. You want to go big takeaways right away? Of course. Look, everyone in Buff Nation should be really proud of that performance. Hell yeah. Um, It's it's not about moral victories. Uh, You never want to lose a game. But take a step back and understand the – context in which that seven point loss exists. They were down 21-0. 21-0, just like they were last week. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm convinced that 90% of teams would have laid down at that moment and said, hey, look, we just don't belong on the field with the big boys. Uh, we learned it last week and it's only been confirmed right now. And they absolutely could have laid down and died and that could have gotten so ugly out there that we could have been sitting here saying, hey, look, you know, Coach Prime says seven, eight more dogs, and, and they're just not there yet, and they just don't have business being on the same field as USC. That, 90% of teams at least would have left us feeling that way. They dug their heels in and said, hell no, no more of this. And from the point they were down 21-0, let me try and do some quick math here. Uh, they outscored them 41 to 27. So they dug their heels in and said, hell no, hell no. We are not allowing this to happen to us on our field. And a couple bounces go their way. A couple calls go their way. A couple things, you know, go differently. Maybe we're talking about something else right now, but I don't want to focus on that. Mm -hmm. To me, this is about a team who said, hell no. Uh, we are not going to let the world believe that we have no business being on the same field as USC, and they went out and did it. Mm, strong. Uh, just biggest takeaways from the game. Was that yours? That is mine. My biggest takeaway is Omarion Miller is an absolute dog. He's here. That was his just coming out party, basically. Yep. You can't take him off the field now. <laughs> I I don't think you can. It's Bro. Seven catches, 197 yards, and a touchdown, and – Damn near a two-point conversion. He is just what he did in terms of attacking the football. Yep. Uh, after the catch, just technique-wise, along the sideline, down by the end zone towards the end of the game. Um, man, that did not look like a freshman wide receiver. 
I mean, he we knew that the second he walked on campus. He didn't yeah. look like a freshman wide receiver. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Shador really needed someone he could trust in this game mm-hmm. um, to get open and make plays. And, you know, obviously it wasn't Zay's best day out there. And Javon Antonio seemed just a, a little bit out of sorts. Yep. Omarion Miller gets on the field and just starts making plays, man. And you could tell Shador was just like, all right, you're my horse. Yep. Like, let's go. I love it. Your big takeaway, Unc. Oh, man, there's so many of them, but I'll, I'll start and end here is that this is a damn good football organization. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Uh, so I'm not focused necessarily on a player, on a team, on a coach. I'm talking about the entire thing that Coach Prime has put together and what's now, you know, nine full months as we're on the last day of September. Uh, you know, if you look at what this team has faced from week one through week five, we have played – Three ranked teams. Yep. All right. Yep. No one's given them a damn chance to be successful or succeed. Uh, we go to Oregon three and zero. We come back three and one. We face what was number five in the nation, now number eight in the nation, USC, with a Heisman Trophy winner who is just that dude. Yep. And look at what the game was. Mm-hmm. Now keep in mind that when I say organization, why I'm saying this, and, and this is why I smirked when you said you can't take him off the field. Let me tell you why you you can take an Amarian off the field. Because every week there's going to be a guy. You right. know? And yep. it's not that – you look what Dylan Edwards did at TCU mm-hmm. and hasn't done it since. Mm-hmm. But it's not like you lacked yardage production since. Right. Because there's somebody else stepping up. And, and, you know, when Travis went down, I talked about it from a comic book's perspective. Like, hey, man, Superman is down. Now the Justice League has to form. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to become a new hero in this thing. And each week is going gonna, is gonna to be that. This is a great organization. It's only going to get better. And when you look at this game – Rewind to first quarter, 7-0. Could be 7-3 if we make the field goal. When they go what became 14-0, that third down conversion where he was scrambling for his life, yep. do we really think that happens if Travis and Shiloh on the field? <sighs> A lot could change. So Travis out, Shiloh out, Slusher didn't play, uh, Carter Stoudemire didn't play. You know, all secondary guys. Yep. So not only is this team not at full strength, and you saw what they did against USC – what is this team going to be down the road this season and next season when this number one recruiting class, you know, finally hits and takes the field? What I'm telling everybody is my biggest takeaway is, just like Coach Prime said in the presser, you got to be damn crazy if you don't believe what we have here and what is coming here. There are two people, right, two sectors of people right now, believers and haters. Yep. There's nowhere in between because the only way you don't believe is if you're hating. Mm-hmm. There's a third. They're idiots who sit here with shoulder pads on. I was which just about to say, bro, you're like making these good points <laughs> while wearing shoulder pads made for like 185-pound like, corners. Yeah, are these here's modest the pads? Yeah, here, here's the deal. Here's what happened. You know, recruits are here taking pictures, and so they get dressed and get the yep. uniforms, and they're out there in the, in the big room doing that. <laughs> Isaac, you know, equipment manager there, I said, hey, man. Let me try those pads on. I put them on. It's like, you don't have any, like, lineman pads? Like, she's like, no, you know, skill guys would take a picture. So It's basically a necklace for you. <laughs> it really is. And it feels like a, you know, a horse collar or something. Uh, but it'll be coming off in a second. This game, you guys remember weeks, months even, because we started doing these shows back this summer. Yep. yep. When we would talk about the upcoming games, we talk about what happens when we go to Oregon and USC comes to us. And I always turn to like a measurement game. You know, like, so forget what the scoreboard says. Yes, we're going to win, preparing to win, want to win, hurt when you lose. No more victories, as you said. But what it does is it shows you those are the programs that I want to be like. 
Yeah. I want to be like perennially in the top 10 preseason. I want to be in the top four in the nation. Mm-hmm. Now you get a chance to play those kind of programs back to back. And look what you did against USC. Like, how can you hang your head low? Can't. Like, how can you like, ha-ha, they lost. Like, are you – like, you got to be crazy. The, the fight from this team was just phenomenal oh, today. Phenomenal. And as you said, man, all the reasons lay down because yeah. of what happened last week. Of course. And that – I mean, that's a testament to the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. That's a testament to the entire concept of I believe. Yep. <clears throat> because if you don't believe, you're not digging deep right there. Right. It, it, yeah, well, you're gonna, this is going to be a whole thing. Oh, there go the glasses. Let me help you here. All right. That works too. <laughs> Um, the, it's, a, <laughs> it's a testament to just the entire, like you mentioned, the entire organization, the entire program mm-hmm. that they're running here, um, that, you know, if you don't believe, if you're not in, then get off the field yep. and you saw some guys get in there, maybe because they believed and others didn't, uh, and, and they showed that they belonged on the field and we'll talk about them in a minute, but like. I'm just so, so proud and, you know, people can shit on it and say that's a moral victory and this, that, and the other thing. I just, it, it would have, it, it could be so easily another conversation right now. Yep. And the conversation now is people complaining about a couple seconds here and there that ran off the clock. The the onside kick not being good enough. Like, those are conversations I want to have. Those are football conversations, yeah. not uh, this team has no business, you know, being in yeah. the conversation. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Look, they've got two Pac-12 losses against... Maybe the top two favorites. I haven't looked at DraftKings in a minute to see who. Washington's probably up there. Okay, so two of the three, right? Yeah. We've already seen what this what this conference can do against each other. Mm-hmm. This we team saw is it last now, night. Yeah, exactly. This team now has Oregon State yep. at home. Yep. Uh, they have Washington State on the road. They have Utah on the road. Um, we obviously need to see them do play a game like that on the road. Mm-hmm. But what did Coach Prime say last week? You better get me now because this is the worst we're ever going to be. Straight. Well, he was damn right. Because they're already way better than they were one week ago. Yep. So now they have a couple weeks against lesser opponents to keep getting better, to keep coming along. And guess what? The best football player in the country is coming back sometime yeah. soon. Yeah. And so when they have to go against an Oregon State, a Washington State, a Utah, it's going to be a completely Bro, different I... football team. And that should be exciting because this conference is about to be a dogfight for everyone. Yep. And after what I just saw today, they're not out of it. Now – you know, I, I'm not trying to get expectations out of whack or anything like that, but that's what I came with. Like when you're allowed, when you show that you can play USC to an onside kick at the end of the game, it means that you can play with anyone in this conference. Yeah, They're the highest rated you know, team in this conference. You can play against anybody in the country. Amen. You can play because in this conference, you have so many teams that are ranked in the top 20. Look what you just did to the to the highest ranked one. And and when you step back again, like I know we have to talk about this season, talk about the here, talk about the now, talk about the future on a weekend like this we're recruits in. But we also got to pause and look back. November 111. Yeah. Right? Oh, November 111 program. That's why I start off with the organizational change that's happened. November 111. Part of the reason people like point fingers at this 111 organization and say like Nelson Muntz, ha ha, when we lose, <laughs> is because a Deion Sanders coach prime has changed the paradigm so much and made so many people believe that when it doesn't happen, that's when they point fingers. Mm-hmm. But if this were still the same organization last year, no one would be saying anything. Yeah. Nope. And and it's a lot quieter today because of what we're talking about. <laughs> Damn straight. I mean, my mentions are are pretty you know scot free yep. of people saying, oh this that ha ha. 
Yeah. Um, because yeah. everyone knows what Coach Prime said in the press conference just a few doors down. Everyone knows Colorado football is coming. Yep. Coming here, only going to get better. You know, I do want to point this out, guys. We are in the offensive line room. Yep. You know, we got the offensive line greats behind us. We're sitting in, in Coach OB's room. There were some moments that it looked like the offensive line against Oregon looked like the offensive line against Colorado State. But I have to say, by and large, yeah. as a unit, those guys really stepped up today. You don't put a course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. really stepped up today, man. <laughs> you don't put up 41 points if they don't. You don't run the ball successfully. Yeah, 193 they yards, averaging yeah. 4.3 yards per carry. And look what, what happens to the do. rest of the game, man, when you run the ball. 16 for 74 and a touch. Yeah, that's nice. Yep. Ultimately, yeah, we've we been, don't care. And we've been calling for it, man. Like run, And, and again, yep. not these RPO kind of things where the running back is hoping he may get it. Man, let the guy line back up there knowing damn well he's about to run the ball. And let the offensive line know damn well he's about to run the ball. O-line, man, hats off to him. I think they just – that's what they did today. I think they kind of just said, screw it. Yeah. We're just going to go straight ahead and run and try and see what we can get. And they managed to generate push. Mm -hmm. uh, Hank was driving through tackles, you know, picking up extra yardage. Like, it's a mentality thing. It's and what for all those folks who want to point fingers at Coach Prime for the roster flipping and all that, where was Hank last year? He he actually played kind of well last year. No, that's my point. Yeah. He was here. Yeah. Yep. Where was he last year? Yep, yep. Here. Mm -hmm. And he's still here. Like, this wasn't like a trashing of guys or throwing away right, guys. Right, right. It was he's here because he could do Evaluation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, so everybody wants to say, oh, man, he just got rid of people. Like, no, he didn't. Yep. Like, Hank is here. Trevor Lewis has been playing and getting interceptions. He was here. Yep. You know, uh, 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 tight end, uh, Mikey, Harrison. he was here. Yep. Like, yeah, these was. guys are contributing, man. Yep. Like, so it, it's what happens when, and this is not a disparage to the previous administration. I'm just, I'm talking about what we have here now. You take guys like that with this kind of coaching staff, an offseason behind them, strength and conditioning, some installs, and look what they're capable of. Mm -hmm. You And you, if you think we've peaked, you're out of your mind. No. I'm Not mean, even close. No one in their heart of hearts believes that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And everyone in their heart of hearts knows what's about to happen. And we coming. And the future of the programs in the building right now, 5430 Foundation, right? Yep. Go hit them up. Hit them up. Well, let's go. There's let's some good-looking guys out there, too, man. And I don't mean that, like, handsome no, way. I, I mean, know like, football mean. way. Yep. What are you talking about? Like, me and Jake? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I try. Jake, so you see, it's not me. Like, people are getting in comments, oh, nearly plays too much. Like, this guy tees it up. He just throws these grapefruits for me to hit home runs on. I got to swing at it. I got to say, uh, today was a, a weird experience for me. Why? Why? Because since I was 12 years old, mm -hmm. so long before I was a student and long after I was a student, mm -hmm. I have watched every Colorado football game from the student section. Right. Um, I started going in the student section when my sister was in college and all the way through my high school days, my college days. And then, you know, when you're, you know, a young alumni, you just keep going in there and it just Absolutely. becomes a habit. Yeah. People were dunking on me in, on Twitter for this last week because I am probably too old to be in the student section. Absolutely not. But... It's it, for a long time. It was you know it's the best seat in the house. Absolutely. Yep. And I'll tell you this: I'll, I never don't help those people get riled up. So yep. today, there's too many students, so they made a you know a, a process for it, which was the right thing to do. I'm not salty about this at all because there's too many students, not enough seats. They mm -hmm. got to get as many actual students as there as they can. So I had to sit in my actual seats for the first time since I was 11 I like years it. old. I don't like it. That's crazy. Last <laughs> week we take an ill. You. Cuss at a pastor. This week we take an L and you're not in, your, in the student section. I, like, I don't like it. Hey, you know you know more people than I do up here. 
Maybe not. No, I don't think so. But you can pull, like your it. strings are more. You can pull those I don't strings. Like, I, I th- there's nothing else. We're going to roll you some classes. Like become a student. Hey, you know, I could, I could maybe do that. Anyways, <laughs> I have to say, it was a great experience. Um, I got to watch from two. Basically, what Coach Hart and I said is our favorite place to watch the game. Yeah. From the end zone, higher up, see all the you know oh, yeah. all the the lanes. That's and the whatnot. football view. Yeah, exactly. That's the film view. Mm-hmm. And that offensive line was working, man. Yep. Um, they were doing a great job. Yeah. I also was like, you know, surrounded by uh, people. I, I had a different job now, which is like to get these people who are used to sitting down, riled yeah, get up. Get the geriatric right? so, riled um, up. My whole section was cooking, but the section next to us was a little soft. So yeah. I got on them on that on that third down and six or whatever, um, where USC comes out and then I think they called the timeout and they came back out yeah. and they threw the incomplete pass. <clears throat> I like ran. I was like at the side of our section. Get your asses off! What are you doing? This is a, this is the game right here. It was Mr. Crab mode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, they cute, got they cute got loud. Picture, cutie Mr. Crab picture. Yeah, they got loud and uh, and we we got that stop. But uh, it just the whole reason I thought of that is the line. It's the best way, best angle for the line. And uh, I was proud of them Good too. Stuff. I was proud of them. I, I will say this. You know, I am new to the Folsom game day experience and the, the crowd being loud. And there were there were some great moments today, man, where the crowd really got behind the team. You know, on some of those third downs, on one of the times it was fourth down, and we had the ball, and we were like, no, not right now. Uh, but the other times, man, it was, it was loud. That last third down, when uh, C was down fourteen before they scored their last touchdown, it was like third and I think goal or third and twelve or whatever. Okay. Um, and then they missed the field oh, goal. Oh, they missed the field goal. Yeah. Yeah. It was rowdy on that yeah. third down. Yeah. 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 I mean, this yeah. place gets going, and man, you know, I'm go I'm so happy. That there are so many students that want to come to the game and cheer on that they have to make it a better process. Yep. Yeah. Um, like that's the best reason for you know me to lose out of my fifty-yard line seat. I'm proud of you. Um, <laughs> but it, it's it's an amazing thing. Like the students are there early. Everyone you know followed the whiteout. Great job by them on that. A couple people left a little too early for my liking, but hey, we're learning. You know, a yeah. lot of these people probably aren't even football fans yeah. Yeah. or weren't three weeks ago. No, so. just popular fans. It's it's in this it's a wave and people are riding it, but they're gonna they're gonna learn. They're Shh. proud of you, man. You're you're a big guy. Hey, you know, I, it's time for me to grow up. Shout <laughs> out to uh, never. All right, fair enough. Kurt Dog. What, what is that? What you call him? Curtis? Kurt Dog. Yeah, Kurt, Kurt Dog Snyder, and uh, Kurt Dog. the people in the press box. We were right on the fifty yard line today. Look oh, at, look at, look at, yeah, man. let's go. First yeah. question in the press conference on Tuesday, 50-yard line seats on Saturday. Yeah. I got the first question. For the season. Yeah. yeah. You I got mean, the first one I today? I know what I'm doing. First one for the players. Okay. I didn't get the microphone for Coach because people just say just, whatever. It was yeah, just it ravenous was, yeah. in there. Yeah, it was. It's yeah, crazy. It was. It was. All right. Um, quick shout-out to our friends over at Circa. It's a shame that this loss probably means that the Pac-12 championship is out of the picture. I now. don't think it is. You don't think so? No. no. So no, you think no, we could be going parody, back though. to Circa? Yeah, in yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, look, again, I don't want to set that as the expectation because there's a lot of things that have to go, and, mm-hmm. and, they, and this team has to keep moving in the right direction. But I think a two-loss team will be in the Pac-12 championship. I, I do. I agree. When you look at where all of them are ranked, who's left to play each other, and, and you know, you play somebody in your conference, one wins, one one loses. Mm-hmm. Man, it is. It's a. It's. It ain't – it's not a probability. It's certainly a possibility. I, I got to tell you guys, after watching Utah last night, I got the the vibes that the yeah. cannibal, cannibalization of the Pac-12 could that, continue what, again here. That's it's totally already, what I'm basing my point on is that, like, the way Utah was handled, mm-hmm. like, okay, all right, we got parity in the conference. 
You know, like they say about NFL, any given Sunday, this can be any given Saturday thing. Yep. We just got to do our part. Do USC and Oregon play each other? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay, so there's I'll, one. I'll pull it up. Um, but just shout out to Circa. Uh, we may be back. We'll probably be back regardless. God, I Circa. I want to compliment you on your laptop speed, man. You got good, uh, whatever it's called. Ram ROM, I don't know. <laughs> this is one of the worst computers in the history of the world. So clearly, I, so clearly, I have a worse yeah. computer because I'm impressed Probably. with yours. I just got a new one. No, there's sometimes where uh, I struggle in this. One. Anyway, shout out to Circa guys. <laughs> um, they've got tons of great stuff. Stadium Swim is dope. You um, can totally imagine Jake smashing his computer. They've got out the of biggest like sports book in the world. It's amazing. Uh, if you're heading out for a Knights game, Broncos Raiders, uh, the Pac-12 title game. Mount West title game, whatever it is, book your stay with that code DMVR20 and you'll get 20% off. Also check out their sports book. Uh, you can download it if you're in Colorado. Download the app at circusports.com. Circus sports bets can only be made while physically located in the state of Colorado. Must be 21 or older. All rights reserved. Uh, from Circus Sports Colorado, they encourage you to gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. And then shout out to Game Time, my friends over at Game Time. Why oh, yeah. did you laugh, Jake? Because I thought you were grabbing your phone to call the one eight hundred gambling line. No, you, you need to call that for your gaming habits. Like, yeah. I was actually going to pull up Coach Prime's halftime and, and send it to our super dope producer. Uh, I'm working over here. You twerking? <laughs> I'm doing ad reads. I'm literally working. He's paying the bills. Uh, shout out to Game Time, though. Uh, we're in T Tempe, right next weekend. Oh yeah. And then back in Stanford for an eight p.m. kickoff. I already know the atmosphere is going to be electric there. Uh, it's sold out though, so you got to go to Game Time if you want to get in the door. Uh, the best place for last-minute tickets. They they also take all the stress out of buying tickets. Download the Game Time app today, create an account, and use code BUFFS for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and down and redeem code BUFFS for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I'm really hoping that it's uh, it's financially um, smart for us to go out on Thursday. Because there's no media availability, so we can do the show from there. <clears throat> and I want to play golf in Arizona. <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, what's the catch? <laughs> like, this ain't got nothing to do with our joint broadcast. Just, like, like, this this, this is some selfish RK stuff. Yeah, yeah. we'll hang out by the pool. We'll get an Airbnb with the pool. Meanwhile, does Oregon and USC play each yes. other? Yes, on were. November 11th, it's USC's <laughs> second to last game of the season. USC has a weird schedule because they played week zero. They're off the last week of the season. So they play UCLA a week before rivalry week. And Oregon's the game before that. Wait, what? <laughs> USC played week zero, so they have a weird schedule. Okay. So they have a bye week in the last week of the season, which is rivalry week, and they Ugh. play UCLA the week before, and then Oregon's the game before that. That's an unfair advantage, but I don't even know if they're going to make the Pac-12 championship game. I mean, they got to play Washington before they play Oregon. They play Notre Dame and Utah as well, um, and three of those four are on the road. Or two of those four, sorry. <clears throat> so they have two byes. Yeah, they just came off a bye before they played Arizona State, and they have one at the uh, end of the season. They played week zero. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, okay, let's move along. Let's go through it. Wait, I just want to say this. Mm -hmm. I don't think we can go this far without talking about Shador Sanders. He um, is amazing. He, once again, like, I think that there was a little bit of a, a pause last week in, you know, just the, the Shador hype train because he had no time to do anything last week. And today, you know, we talked about that offensive line. The second that you allow him to go make incredible plays for you, he will make them. Mm -hmm. um, the throw to Amarian Miller on fourth and five mm -hmm. in the end zone 
is about as perfect of a football as you could ever possibly play. That was basically the Nebraska two-point conversion play that wasn't called, just redone. Yeah. That's literally less, what it looked like. Less scrambling. Right, right. <clears throat> but in terms of the window that he threw that football into, it was just unbelievable. And, uh, you know, our CEO, Brandon Spano, who is a, is a legit football guy, tweeted out. He said, I thought Shador looked like a better pro prospect than Caleb today. And, you know, we could debate that all day mm-hmm. long. And Caleb is going to be amazing in the pros, I think, and so is Shador. Yeah. But Absolutely, they both will. You, you just see Shador go out there and just make those plays with a lot less help. Yep. Yeah. Than what Caleb has out there, and it's just it's such a beautiful thing to watch, and I'm so glad that he's our quarterback. So, Amen, and absolutely went too far into the show without talking about him in detail. RK, like, here, get, let me get your thoughts, feedback on this. You look at that performance today. Look at what happened at uh, TCU. Look at Nebraska, the overtime game. For me, when you're talking about not having the weapons available that like a Caleb has, the pressures. I still like the Oregon performance because I'm, I'm going to be NFL guy for a second, which I'm not. People who pick early have bad teams, all right? Yeah. And one player does not instantaneously change your team when you don't have pieces around. Look at what that guy can do under pressure, oh, totally. man. Like he <clears throat> didn't throw a pick. If he threw four picks in Oregon, you can't be mad. I remember because someone's in his face all day, and he still didn't. Like yep. he still takes care of the ball. I remember watching Mac Jones at Alabama and just saying to myself, "This has to be so hard to scout because he just sits back there, never gets pressured, mm-hmm. and throws to Heisman winners." Yeah, yep. you know, it's like yeah. Devontae Smith and Jerry Judy, and and then you look at the challenges he's had when he gets to the next level. Yeah, and yeah. you know he's still you know trying to make it or whatever, yeah. but he he clearly hasn't been as dominant as he was in college. And I think that if you're a pro scout, which there was, what, 30 of them today, all 30 of 32 teams were represented at the game today, Um, and you watch what Shador is doing, you don't have that fear of, Mm -hmm. okay, well, what's it going to look like when it's difficult for him out there? Because a lot of times, and hopefully we get to a point where less is difficult for him, but a lot of times everything that he's having to do out there is difficult for him, and he's making those plays look easy. Hey, man, you said my point better for me than I could have. That's why I hang my hat five weeks in. We know what it looks like when everything's rolling, but I've literally went back and watched the highlights of the Oregon game. Hey, man, shout out to Jake because Jake can put together some nice highlight packages. I think that was Nebraska. Oh, yeah. That two point drive. Yeah, the cut up. Yeah. When you look at Oregon, man, he had so many reasons to fail. Mm -hmm. And you would just have to go, like, hey, man, I ain't mad at you. Yeah. (laughs) You know? And then you take that when it's going bad, how he performs. You take when it's going great, how he performs. And you put them together five games in, and a lot of people want to. You know, say all oh, the Heisman stuff got flushed at Oregon. One, I understand what you're saying because Heisman Trophy winners have to win games. Like, it's you usually know, it's, it's, best player on best team. Yeah, exactly. Days, just, I'm not saying I'd agree with it, but it's best player or best team, and you know, there it is. But when you look at his performance under duress or when the storm is is calm, the dude has it, man. Yeah. Like he is. I still we taking nothing away from Caleb Williams, watching him play in person for the first time, that dude is that dude. You know, he has more experience than Shadour, a little older than Shadour, but when you take that out and you look at where Shadour stands right now, I still say he's the best quarterback in the country. Yep, and what are we up to now? Uh, 13 or 14 touchdowns? Um, I'll check. But Do you how have four about today passing? Yeah. So he has 14 passing touchdowns and two interceptions. He also has two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, I was about so to say. So 16 total touchdowns. Two interceptions, and the first interception we know is an incredible throw that just unfortunate. And this one, a receiver slipped. Yep. I was just yep. about to say, how about his mobility today? Was <clears throat> yeah. the leading rusher early on, had the 
what, like what he did at JSU. Uh, I can't remember which game it was, but just it was two high safeties. They were playing man. He just Split went him. right up the middle. Yeah. Yep. And, and that touchdown run, when it happened, was so important going into halftime. Oh, yeah. Like it was so important for that to happen yep. right before the half. 34-7. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. think about that. Yeah. The game ended 48-41. It was 34-7 with 21 seconds left in, in this half. I like that 21. All right, you ready? Let's do it, man. So game starts off. Fifth week in a row. Win the coin toss and defer. Yep. We're getting into like six and zero on coin tosses. We're getting into like astronomically like impossible territory with winning the coin toss. When we won, of course, we were the home team, so USC picked. They called heads. When we won the coin toss, Shadur just smiled. Like <laughs> that's awesome. Like we can't lose. Um, yeah. USC drove right down the field, man. Six plays, seventy-five yards. Ends in a Marshawn <sighs> Lloyd. That cutback just—it was bottled up. They lost contain on the backside, and then he just ran around everyone. Jake, I know we have to press through these, but guys, it wasn't as easy as the printout reads. We no. had them on third yep. down, man. Yeah, yep. you're right. Like we yep. didn't get off the you're field right. on third down, and then they convert that, and then they score. Yeah, yep. I mean, it, it, that's what I was talking about last night, though, where I said yeah. Caleb's going to do some things that just drive you crazy as a fan, and. He did it, especially early in the game. He's amazing, man. He um, is. Colorado gets the ball back, and it's kind of, oh, no, here we go again, because they go three and out. Kick it right back to them. But in the defense, a quick three and out. Yeah. Well, it was well, like 15 seconds off Three plays, one minute 41. So, <laughs> And I'm sure the chat's going to get going crazy with their, their Sean Lewis criticisms right now. Um, that was the one where I was the most upset with him. Yeah, uh, I didn't. The I didn't first feel drive? like the, yeah. Yes. I didn't feel like those three plays were set up for success. I agree. Um, I just want everyone to remember they did score forty-one points. Right. Oh yeah. When you when you look at the outcome, damn damn the critics and the criticism. We can that Monday morning quarterback that all day long. What I wanted to see on that opening drive is what I told you guys before. Under center, deliberate runs, yeah. man. Like, and I don't care if it's three and out running the ball. We had to send the message to these guys that we're not just going to be a pass-heavy or pass-only team today, allow the offensive line to punch the defensive line in the face, allow the running back to take out some linebacker when he bowled him over. I would have rather gone three and out three, three runs in a row yep. than three and out three passes yep. in a row. <coughs> and, uh, you know, everyone agrees that they have to start faster on offense. Oh, yeah. Um, it's one of the biggest problems, and it's – And there's really not an excuse for it, man. Uh, well, maybe we, should, maybe we shouldn't defer when we go with the offense at the first. But the, for me, for us to put the defense out first now five games in a row, the offense has time on the sideline to, like, soak up the crowd and you bounce around, yeah. all right, let's get ready. It's not like you go from coin toss to getting the ball. Yeah. And so that's why for me it's like – Okay, you know, the criticisms, if you, want to, if you want to get after them, to me it's about the beginning of the games where they, they aren't, you know. It feels like when they cut door loose and say, hey, we need you right. to just go make plays for us, that's when this offense is successful. And today, that did not mean exposing him to injury. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, he was pretty clean in this game. He was. Um, he it didn't was. take any, you know. Two sacks. Yeah, yeah, two sacks. No, like, big hits that I can remember when he was out scrambling. And it, it didn't come to pass, but remember on the pregame show. one big hit from Mason I said, if, we get, time, if right? we get less than four sacks, we win this game. Yeah. You know, and we got two. I called it wrong, but that was my point. <clears> like, right. if this guy's upright, shit, we're going to win. Man, that's why I picked the offensive line to be the dark horse, bro. They got just disrespected the entire week, man. Yeah, they stepped up. They responded. Yeah, great, great um, for them. We're, that's US, why we're in the OL room today. Yep. Absolutely. USC gets the ball back. It's um, not because the other rooms were being used. Nope. They're faced with a third and ten, and it's like a bad snap. Caleb fumbles yeah. it. CU oh, almost recovers, but 
Uh, USC ends up punting. Colorado gets the ball back. They kind of mount a drive here. This yeah. is a long drive, 16 plays, 67 yards. And Jace Feely's kick from 41 yards is no good. And <laughs> from the press box, it looked good. Yeah, left the whole way from my view. Yeah, for yeah. the same thing from the bench. It, <laughs> it, was, it never had a chance. But people were confused up in the press box. Yeah, I mean, I can see why that, because you're on the opposite side of the field, right. and it went mm -hmm. straight. Like, he hit it, and it went straight. It was like one of those yeah. ones when you line up left on the tee box expecting yep. to hit a slice, yeah. and it goes straight. So USC takes over on their own 23. It only takes three plays. Um, Caleb on a third down, just running around back there, and right, flips his shoulders and finds Taj Washington for seven. And throw. right there you had to be, oh, shit, is Oregon all over. Yeah. Yep. Well, and Player, yeah. fan, coach, whoever, you know. And, again, go to the end of the game, that's what lets you know erase the criticism because the way this thing ended, to me, erases all that. Yep. And it's just Caleb Williams being Caleb Williams. I mean, running yep. left, flips the hips, flicks the ball, it's right on target. And then you have, I think it was Taj Washington against Trevor Woods in, in 50 yards of space. Yeah, it was just an mm -hmm. angle. Yeah, yeah. It's like no chance. Um, that Again, these are these moments where it's just like, man, it, they could have died. They could have just laid down and died. Yep. Well, they get the ball back, and they don't even go three and out. On third down, Shador throws that pick yeah. to Christian Roland Wallace. So USC takes over on the Colorado 22. Um, end of the first quarter, it's 14-0, but it's the first play of the second quarter. Caleb Williams finds Dorian Singer. It's 21-0. Yeah. Back to that, that pick. And, I, you know, I know I'm not a journalist, and I ain't trying to be. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a homer. Like, I'm here to support this program and talk good about this program. I also, I also will be real when things happen. Yeah. And so, for me, here again, there is the second INT for Shadur Sanders, which is still astronomical, statistically speaking, but an INT that really wasn't like, you know, he just threw the ball to the wrong guy like a receiver fail. You he know, just he slipped, was, yeah. He slipped yeah. coming out of his break. Yeah. And, like, so he, and so he did that same pass a couple of times to Cooper – you know, the ball is already going toward him before he comes out of the route. Yeah. This one, the guy slipped. Yep. You know, and, and a hell of a play by the DB to catch it, but it wasn't like this, oh, man, don't throw in a triple coverage like that kind of thing. It wasn't bad quarterback play. Not at all. And I almost wonder if Zay had the wrong cleats on today or something. Like, he let, didn't, you, let me tell you how brilliant you are. <laughs> let me tell you how brilliant you are. Okay. I believe Terrell Owens knows something about receiving. Yeah. I believe Cordell Stewart knows something about what a receiver needs. Yep. They both separately asked him in the locker room at halftime, did he need to switch cleats? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I mean. That's, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm very proud to be on the yeah, same page you, as those two. <laughs> um, but I, I felt like that might have impacted him because it didn't feel like he was confident uh, in his route running. And then, you know, when, when you don't feel like you have your base underneath you, it affects some other stuff. So then he had, you know, a drop. And there, there, there's also this. Four games in at this point, our opponent knows him. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. And that, that's what's so important about another receiver to emerge in the absence of, of Travis is, like, it's going to free up Jimmy and Zay now to have that other guy come out there because they, they got film, man. Yeah. They got film. Um, so Colorado gets the ball back. Uh, Hankerson has a big run mm -hmm. for 18 yards. That's when it kind of felt like they could finally get this running game going. Mm -hmm. Dylan had a run for eight on that drive as well. Hank's one move away from breaking a couple of touchdown runs. Yep. Yes. Uh, Shador <coughs> finds Jimmy Horn on a play similar to the Nebraska touchdown. Mm. Just Or it was the TCU touchdown, yeah. sorry. Just streaking across the field, and Shador's rolling out to his left and just nails him. Yeah, yeah. over route, spear, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Um, so 21-7. That's <laughs> – 
they need more of that, and it's a protection route mm-hmm. because that takes a long time to get a, a guy from one side of the field all the way to the other. But they have the guys to score touchdowns on that route. Even if you're fast as Jimmy Horn, that play takes a long time to develop. And by the way, oh, my God, what a dime. Yeah. When he threw it, I thought he overthrew him. And then, you know, you just see Jimmy turn on the Jets, and it hits him perfectly in stride. It's just like couldn't have been better. Yep. So USC starts the next drive from their own 19. Um, they cross midfield. It's second and six on the Colorado 39-yard line. And the most beautifully timed corner blitz by Charles Kelly oh, to get yeah. Omari and Cooper just – Caleb didn't even read the right side of the field. It was perfectly called. He was reading the left side of the field the entire way, blitzed the opposite corner, nailed it. Yep. I don't know how he held onto the ball. I know. My only thing was, like, just go Von Miller in the Super Bowl. Just yep. give me that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colorado <coughs> picks up um, after they punt, USC punts. Um, they go three and out, basically. Uh, a couple penalties kind of botched that drive. USC picks it back up, and they have another touchdown pass. Um, oh, this is after the blocked punt. Sorry. So the punt is blocked. USC picks it up on the Colorado 23. It's two plays. Caleb finds Mario Williams 27-7 to at this point. Um, Colorado manufactures some sort of a drive. They pick up one first down, I think, to penalty, and then move back again. Um, then they end up punting. USC gets the ball back. They drive all the way down the field. Brendan Rice from Caleb Williams, 26 yards out, 34 to seven. Yeah, was and that was score. another uh, corner oh, blitz. It's Oregon again. Mm-hmm. Um, they called Cormani. Yep, on a corner blitz, yeah. and they and Caleb just threw right into it, and then it was Brendan Rice versus Trevor Woods, and a lot of space. Rewind a couple plays, conversation wise, special teams. Um, the punt. Yeah, <sighs> the the block punt. Like here, here's here's the challenges about it. Not only did it happen. We have to be honest with ourselves and talk about over the past four weeks before this game how much it has almost happened before now. You're right. Like it, like You're this. Right. We we've gotten away with it yep. at least once a game for the past four games. You're right. But really, more than once in a game, we've almost had a block punt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and today it got us, and then they scored off of it. It's like we and and let me tell you this for the people who say Neely is a know-it-all. I got it wrong. I believed all summer long our special teams was going to be special. You know, uh, there's been more. Teams we faced, they kick it out the back of the end zone, so we haven't had a lot of opportunities yep. to do returns. But even on our execution on special teams, you know, Feely has missed a couple. Uh, Vassette is – Mark is just that dude. But there's been some some lapses there too as well. Like, oh, man, I kicked that one out of bounds kind yep. of thing. I thought we would be better than we were. I really thought we would be better by now than we were. We can't have blocked punts and giving somebody that short of a field no. and putting a defense who just came off the field right back out there – and now trying to stop somebody from going 60 yards, you're trying to stop them from going 20. Yep. Yep. I just don't – why did we do a rugby punt there? So you guys got to tell me what happened here because um, in a rare occurrence, I ran into Roger Sherman uh-huh. uh, from The Ringer. Right. Uh, who's doing like a tour around all of America going – and he was walking by, and so I ended up talking to him. And, of course, I'm looking down for two seconds talking to him, and I hear all the, the craziness. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so they did a rollout punt, and rugby, it just got rugby right punt. through. Rugby punt. Rugby, yeah. punt. rugby punt to the right side. I don't know if he was like – just trying to get extra like oomph into it because they were really backed up. Uh, he yeah, was it, at least. It, that's the strategy they're thinking because he's an Australian guy and they play rugby and that's how you kick the ball. But the dude skies punts just punting like a normal. Like, I get it, dog. Formation. I'm not defending it. I'm just I know. I, what I, happened. It's like I don't know I why know. we did. I almost thought that maybe it was one of those read fakes. Like, hey, we're gonna roll you out and if, if you see if, if no it, one yeah. com- if no one comes yeah. after you, then just run it. Yeah. Um, 
I thought maybe that was the call because they they needed a little momentum. And even if it was RK, I'm still falling back on man. Each game we've almost had one blocked. Well, and know? I think yep. to that point though, I, it looked like Mark took like five steps before he even tried to punt the ball too. Yeah. So it was a late punt mm-hmm. getting off. So the guys were just right right there already ready yeah. to block. That's it. a good point. Yeah. Also shout good out point. shout out to Roger. Um, I told him I was going to hit him up about potentially coming on the show, and then I just forgot. So sorry, Roger. <laughs> Uh, Colorado gets the ball back. Maybe two he'll minutes, be around for tomorrow or Tuesday. Two minutes and 49 seconds left in the half. It's kind of a do-or-die drive here. You're down 34-7, yeah. and Shador just goes insane and leads them all the way down. Not only throwing the ball, he had two scrambles. Um, he goes up the middle for that scramble, 25 yards. Mm-hmm. Touchdown right before half, 34-17. Wait. Are we still in the first half? Yes. Yeah. I'm trying here. <laughs> no, I, I look. A lot of times, Jake, you know – I act like I'm not the problem. <laughs> I'm going to own it. Like, I have stopped you several times. It's all right. Yeah, I know it's all right, but I'm just letting you know I'm owning it. <laughs> so, second half, and it felt like, all right, they got that touchdown. We get the ball back. Now you get this a touchdown on the first drive. and You got the thingy? Oh, do we have so it? We got the oh, okay, yeah. hold on. Halftime speech. Let's do it. I love this. This is exclusive, uh, yeah, yep, no, exclusive view of this. Out yet. Hit us with a thumbs up if you enjoy getting the first look at Coach Prime's halftime speech. Yep. Let's go, let's go. This way, this way. All eyes, all eyes. We see what it is, right? Yes, we know what it is. Yes, but it ain't what you thought. So it's on you. We do a great penalty-wise. We do a great running the ball-wise, great time of possession-wise. We just killing ourselves with special teams. Special teams ain't special. You got to be special on special teams. And guys, you got to believe every snap that you're going to win. You got to un- unapologetically go out there to kill. Play together as one. Offense gonna get the ball. We gonna go down and score. And once once we get that defense gonna get back on the field, we back on. Do your job. Go freelance. Go freestyle. Go do your own thing. Do your job. Offensive line. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. So you know what y'all got in you, right? More. We got more. We gonna keep breaking. Let's go. Quarterback, be who you are. And everybody, let's go. Receivers, step it up and do the doggone thing. Do not, hey guys. Play your game. Do what you're capable of doing. And we're going to dominate this game. We're going to win this next time. Are we good with that? Are we good with that? Are we good with that? That's exactly what I was thinking at halftime. You get the ball, go score. We're right back in this thing. Man, uh, you could tell Coach Prime had a feeling that they were going to do that. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Just the way that he was talking about that, about that half and about what they were about to do. Um, you know, he preaches believing, but like he really believed that they Absolutely. were going to have a chance to go make that a game. Absolutely. Uh, and you could each position group like offensive line proud of you, you know, uh, and, and one of the things that he always stresses is, you know, win the play, win the quarter, win the half, do it again, win the game. Uh, and, and it's so important to take the first two minutes of the game, two minutes before halftime. The first two minutes after halftime and the last two minutes of the game. And if you look at where we succeeded or failed, we failed in the first two minutes of the game. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, we won in the two minutes before halftime. You know, mm-hmm. going into the fourth quarter, we were right there at the first two minutes of the like, final quarter. And so he he said what could happen. And one of the things he said right there at the end was like, man, go out there and win this half. Yep. Like, let's, let's, and if you look at 
the statistics from the start of the third quarter to the end of the game, had we just done a tenth of that in the first quarter or second quarter, mm-hmm. man, we, we hear a party favors. Um, halftime, just no sacks. This <coughs> CU had 84 rushing yards at halftime. That was already the most amount of rushing yards that they've had in a single game this season <laughs> wow. at halftime. Yeah. I mean, they had a breakthrough there today. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. So CU gets the ball back, obviously, three and out. Uh, USC, though, the defense steps up, man. I think they picked up uh, – oh, no, they got called for an illegal block in the back, moved them back. They couldn't pick up the first down. They end up punting. Colorado then goes three and out again. UC gets the ball back with 10.05 left in the third quarter. Um, they dry, They get it at midfield. Um, okay, so uh, they get the ball at midfield. They drive it all the way down. Brendan Rice's second touchdown. He, six balled, yards he out. balled out today, man. He's a great player, man. Yeah, he balled yep. out today. Uh, it hurt me a little bit, that interview where he said uh, Colorado was my first love. Yep. That was sad. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Colorado gets the ball back, though, and you're down 41-14, and they responded, man. That's when Omarion Miller, first play, 65 yards, man. Just a little curl and run. I thought he was gone, honestly. I mean, damn. Yep. Um, he did that multiple times in the game of just, like, catch, turn, go. Yep. And uh, what a coming out party for oh, Omarion Miller. And, just- and you got to stress the coming out part because Jake is our stat man. How many catches did he have before today? Uh, zero, zero, right? Thank you. That's what I told uh, Michael Irvin. I mean, you got to understand, this one just like what he did today. He has never done anything before today. Yep. Like he never had he never had a target before today. I know. And even Coach Prime during the press was like, they were like, hey, what do you think? Like, I don't see that at practice. That's why he hadn't mm-hmm. been playing. <laughs> you know, he doesn't yeah. show that at practice. He has made some crazy catches, but – I mean, seven catches for 197 yards. And now I'm realizing that's in a half. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's what I love about Coach Prime's speech about, hey, look, let's go out here and do these things now. Forget the first half. And if you just take the data, the numbers from halftime to the end of the game, man, we kicked their ass. Yep. Um, so that obviously got them way down the field into USC territory, a couple of Hankerson runs, and then um, they had a face mask that gave them an automatic first down. Then they brought in the beef. They go tackle over with, I think, Bishop in there. Yep, Bishop and Shane. And just rammed it down the right side of the line. Well, they went uh, pitch. So they lined up Shador um, offset. Yeah, tackle over. Yes, yeah, exactly. And toss right. Uh, I like that. that was a good one. That's what it's called. Yeah, I know, I know. It was just kind of, kind of pulled it out and measured it against his right there. <laughs> toss right. Uh, to Savion, right? Mm-hmm. And they blocked – no, no, it was Hank. Hank, yeah. yeah it was and they Hank. blocked it, it up, and, and he actually had a nice individual effort to get it across. Yep. Yes, he did. That was – I love seeing that. Just uh, I a love little it, creativity. Because I, I love the creativity, yep. right? I love the scheme, but I also love the effort of the players out there to like, you know what? Bro, I'm going to whoop the guy in front of his ass. It's two things we talked about yesterday, though, in the pregame show. Just – one, it's a mentality thing. Mm-hmm. Two – just put a lot of big bodies in there and run behind them. Yep. Sometimes you just have to do it, yep. and it works. It's going to be hard. I know we got a whole new outlook for next year and that kind of thing, but right here where we are, it's going to be hard to go to Vegas for the – that's where the championship is? Yep. It's going to be hard to go to Vegas for the championship, and you can't run for two yards. Right. Like, yep. at some point, you just have to make up your damn mind yep. that if it's less than three, I can get those yards. And uh, shout-out to Sean Lewis for recognizing on the tape that – 
ASU had a lot of uh, success with Wildcat in those mm-hmm. situations. Mm-hmm. Got a Wildcat look today. You critics, what about that? <laughs> That's not <laughs> what I'm trying to say. That's not what I'm saying. Okay, good. I'm adding uh, on. Um, really quick, one beautiful thing about uh, Omari and Miller's breakout game today and just him being a buff in general. Why yeah. did that just get louder? Um, it's okay. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, stolen from Nebraska. Um, yeah. yeah that's Beautiful true. thing. Speaking of Nebraska. Spe- I was about to say. Let me know. What is it? Final score as of right now, 45 to 7. I'm screenshotting this and about to post it on Twitter. Don't. Go blue. Don't give them any. <laughs> they don't deserve your attention. You just gave them attention. I know, but they don't know that. <laughs> Uh, anyways, Touché. USC drives it all the way down the field. Uh, Three-yard pass from Caleb uh, to Jude Wolf. It's 48-21, to 21, guys. Colorado gets the ball back, though. Uh, Dylan has a few nice runs. And then Shador, again, it's second and 10, and he just launches it for Omarion Miller, and he somehow makes the one-handed. Free grab. play. What's up? So before that play, because yeah. I want you to go into that play. Before uh-huh. that play, would you be mad at this team? Take our fanhood out of it. What happened in Oregon? Would you be mad at this team if even at 48-21 they just said, all right, we're good, we're stopping? But, but it's like this next play happens, and the belief from the halftime talk like now becomes a damn reality. Like, right, no, right. we can win this game. Yeah. Like, that's why crucial that next play was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, man, I mean, he was being interfered. <laughs> they threw a flag. Yes. Offsides, <laughs> interference, and one. Yes. I mean, just – Yes. He's just a dog, And man. I think right then it was like, hey, man, and not, not us fans, the show, but, I mean, like the players, the bench, the sideline, not only we can win this game, we're going to win this game. Yep. And also, Omarion's got it. Yes, yeah. he does. Yeah. Um, Shador finds Michael Harrison on a screen. Beautiful 21 design. yards out. Yep, mm-hmm. he runs it in untouched. They go for two. Omarion Miller mosses some poor kid. But I know. Steps out of bounds. Yeah, I mean, like, it was, man. 48-27. Uh, it was an interesting decision to go for two there. Um, I was doing the math in my head, so they were trying to get it to – It didn't make a difference. Well, they were trying to get it to 19. Right. And then the next time you score, you could get it to 11, and so then you're a touchdown, two-point, and field goal away. It I, was I, I, I an wanna, interesting one. I want to say this about, like, critics of our offense or offense coordinator, how you want to term it, with Mikey's score. If you go back and look at – uh, Kent State's use of the tight end. Yep. There may have been 11 tight end targets in a complete season. No, they didn't have a tight end over 10 receptions the entire time he was there. So I knew the stat man was going to back me up. Yeah. Look at what we're doing with the tight end here yep. in the Sean Lewis offense. Coach Brew. Yeah. Like, yeah, like when you get the right coaches around and they all at the table and they all communicate, you can't like say, oh, I know what he's going to do because I saw what he did at his previous school. Yep. Like this ain't anybody here's previous school. I know. And it, it's – it's just crazy with Michael Harrison because you have these guys who have stayed here and, you know, Trevor Woods was like the best player on the team last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously he's playing and doing well. The Michael Harrison story is crazy because this is a guy who's contributing at a high level for this team who didn't even get a shot on last year's team. Yep. Yep. And that's a huge test. And was moved group. by these coaches from receiver to tight end. Yep. You know, and uh, is getting tar- was getting targets when Travis was playing, is getting targets yep. when Travis ain't playing. Yep, yep. He had six receptions today. He had 14 before this game. He's already up to 20. First drop, right? Yeah, first target he didn't bring in today. Yeah, yeah. Um, USC gets the ball back. It's 48-27. Uh, 
Caleb Williams throws his first interception of the season. Cam. Yeah. Yep. I told Cam post game. See what happens when you come on our show? Yeah, yep. there let's we go. go. He says, see you next week. Yeah, Hell let's yeah. go. Uh, man, I love Cam. Uh, but also, I told you guys before the game, Caleb will just do one or, yep. one or two things that, yep. that give you a chance. And great job by Cam. That and was a contested I, catch, too. Like, mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. Like now, now, yeah. yeah, like, so hell of an athletic effort to catch the ball. But unlike Shadour's interception, that really was on Caleb. Oh, it's just like Caleb that was trying just, to do it all. Yeah, like that was just a bad quarterback decision right there. And we made him pay for it. Uh, Colorado gets the ball back on their own 39-yard line. Um, they drive down the field here. Uh, drive ends with the uh, the bullseye pass from Shador on fourth and five, rolling out to his right. Omarion sees him. He starts rolling right, too. Just, I mean, you can't draw it up any better. No. It's perfect. You wouldn't be mad at a quarterback who didn't get that ball in there, and you wouldn't be mad at a receiver who didn't yes. catch it. Yes. Great point. Yep. I love that you called it a bullseye. That's legitimately what it, it's – Shador on the run, taking a dart and throwing yep. it into the bullseye. Threading the needle. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Man, and he yeah. got it. That's beautiful. Um, Colorado, they don't go for two. They kick the PAT. So it's 48-34. You're down by 14. USC gets the ball back, and the defense steps up once again, man. Um, okay. Uh, they do punt on this drive. Colorado gets the ball back. There's 10-29. That was the most electric, uh, I think, moment in the stadium. Mm-hmm. What's the score at this point? Well, Colorado gets the ball back again, and then they uh, Shador sacked on fourth and five, and they turn it over mm-hmm. at okay. midfield. Yeah. Okay, I think the this next drive is what you're talking about. It was a about. long developing play right there too. Like he was yeah. he was back there a while. This next drive, I think, is what you're talking about, Ryan. Eight fifty eight to go in the fourth quarter. Um, they start from the Colorado forty four. They get to the Colorado seventeen on third and nine. Uh, it was just bonkers, and we got a Derek McClendon sack. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That actually wasn't what I was talking about, but that was also electric. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, the fourth quarter was – that place it was, was all electric. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, USC kicks – or attempts a 38-yard field goal. It's wide right. Colorado still has a chance. 5.58 to go, and here's, I guess, where we can talk about the clock management and what actually happened because they get or the ball. Or not talk about it. Well, it's up I'm to teasing. you. No, no, no that, that's what everyone wants to talk about. 558 left to go in <laughs> the, the same game. Everyone who voted for us to do a show two in the morning? Yes. <laughs> 558 left to you go are in the for game. The people, man. I I am. Omari I Miller has a people. few big first down catches. I think it's three first down catches. This on is that the drive. one that he could he almost took one to the crib. So mm-hmm. one was, I think, a curl. Same thing. He almost yep. took to the crib. Second one was an out route where literally he turned around and the ball just is there <laughs> on him. And then the third one was he's just Basically waving his hands downfield while Shador's scrambling oh, back the, the other way. Tap. And then the toe drag swag, man. Oh, Dude, I, I hope somebody with the end zone camera, the network's a fan of somebody. I was on the sideline looking, like it says, north. Yep. Yeah. Wait, no. I, you were probably looking south. Okay. I'm, I'm still directionally challenging Boulder. North but, I, but I'm behind the receiver, mm-hmm. right? And I see Shador throw the ball, and he is nowhere near out of the route yet. Yep. And for him to get his body around, head around, eyes around, and make that catch, like I was, I, I sat there like, I was sitting there thinking, like, man, it's only someone who was a camera person. And I was like, oh shit, I am. <laughs> but mine was in my pocket. So I'm looking like, man, did somebody get that? Because you could clearly see he's still going this way. Yep. And the ball is in the air. Mm-hmm. And he loops around, gets his eyes around, just like you train, and he doop. Yep. I was like, oh my God. Uh, how beautiful was that? Special. Oh, only way it works, though, is if the ball is exactly where it needs to yep. be. Yep. Great play by the quarterback as well, of And course. way to trust a receiver that you hadn't had to play with in game time to let the ball go yep. 
ahead of him yep. before he comes out the route. I, I feel like if you talk to Shador, and I don't know if he, how much he talked about this after the game, but he would just tell you, like, oh, yeah, he was just in the zone. Yep. You know, like, I, I had to keep going Brady to him because he was just – not himself. Oh, talking about Omarion. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. just yeah. like, hey, I'm going to keep going to him because he's just feeling it. Yep, you had to feed him. Uh, so after that play – By the way, though, just different game if he doesn't get his ankle swiped. Yes. Uh, he, he oh, may, yeah. He takes are, that curl. Yeah, it takes the done. math yeah. out. It takes the math out. I know. Right? I'm just saying uh, I think that's an important okay. part of the game. Okay. Um, after that play, it's a false start. Shador finds Jimmy Horn from 16 yards out. They hit the PAT. It's 48-41. Onside kick. They do not convert. Three kneel downs by Caleb Williams. Game is over. Okay. Right, so now we, let's rewind. Yes, exactly. Right. Good, good job. You made it to the end. Yeah. Thank you. Now we have to go back. We have to, do uh, we have to go point back. Two, by the way. Okay. We'll, we'll get to ads here in a second. So let's talk about this clock management um, because that's the number one thing I have in my mentions. It's I haven't been able to see it as much here in the comments. <clears throat> but as I was walking out of the stadium, that's what everyone who saw, hey, what, what was going on there? Uh, wanted to talk about. To me, they expended all of their timeouts mm -hmm. long before this. Um, I actually think they used the last one on this drive. Um, and, you know, we can go back to all of those situations and look at when they called those timeouts and say, should they have done that? But once they knew they were out of timeouts, their opportunity to get the ball back went from a defensive stop almost was gone. Mm -hmm. Now, I think, you know, if it, someone will probably go back and track exactly how much time ran off the clock during these runs. I think it was three runs in a row. And Shador did say after the game, right, that he audibled into He was those. checking into runs, yes. Yep. Um, so they're trying to kind of catch him off guard there with a run, right? And, uh, you know, Shador, he's, he's going to make the right play. And if he sees that, he's going to go for it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the, his thinking, Sean Lewis's thinking, the offense's thinking is, by any means necessary, we have to get this drive in. So let's just be us. Let's call our offense and go get a score. We're going to have to get an onside kick. Yep. And in that line of thinking, they scored with a minute 40 left. Right. So if they get the onside kick, time would not have been their enemy, especially right. because there's a 15-yard penalty. They would have had the ball on USC's 40-yard line yep. going in with a minute 40. So – I get the frustration because when you're sitting there and watching it happen, you're like, what are you doing? What's going on yep. here? But I think the, the offenses and, and Shador's th thought behind that was, hey, I just got to make sure that we make, make the right calls on this drive, yep. get in the end zone, and give ourselves a chance to get this onside kick. One, I 100% agree. It, none of that, like, nothing mattered unless you scored on that drive. You had to score yes. on that drive. So you had to use your timeouts. You had to get into the right play, whatever it took to score on that drive. I'll take the counterpoint just to – Yeah. There's a lot be, of people that agree because, with you. Just because I totally agree with y'all, I will take – because they're not on the show. So I'll, I'll speak Give for the them. devil's advocate. Yeah. I'll speak for them. Uh, so, one, the people who are throwing darts at the offense coordinator, we have clearly established here by his own admission, <coughs> Shadur was audibly to those plays because of what he saw from the defense, what they were showing him. Mm -hmm. One could uh, submit or one could suggest – that as a quarterback matures, he may not fall for what the defense is showing them because it is best that I throw the ball right now. Now, now that ain't discounting what you've said. Yep. Like what you said is, is just historically correct and it happened and probability correct when you're managing a game in, in that moment. You got to yep. score here. I don't care if you're having to do the onside kick with six seconds. The onside kick doesn't matter if you don't score. Matter of fact, you don't even get an onside kick if you don't score because you're not kicking off. Yep. So you got to score. Yep. So all roads lead to we got to score. So as we're driving down the road to how do we score, the, the best ways to have 
more opportunity for a successful onside kick and having time yourself to score from the onside kick so you're not just throwing a Hail Mary are passes in that situation, or at least not three passes or three runs. Mm -hmm. I think Shadur Sanders, in all his greatness and in his Heisman-esque career that he's having here, was shown a front by USC and was almost baited into one of those audibles. Like, no, let's show him run because who's the who's the best player on the team when Travis ain't here? Shador. So who, if you're the defense, who do you want to not have the ball? Shador. Shador. So let me show him something to make him give the ball to somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that one too many times we bit that hook. Yeah, I mean, All's it was three well, in a row. All, yeah, it was three in a row. All's well that ends well. You know, I'm not sitting here throwing darts at Sean Lewis or Shador because we damn scored. You know, if you want to sit here and throw darts, let's throw darts at a poorly executed onside kick that we didn't have a chance to get. Mm. You know, because yeah, everything, well, you had to everything get, to get there, we scored. Yes. But, we, but we did it. We scored. Right. I know. Yep. Yeah. So Now, uh, being there on the sideline, man, there's, again, not letting anybody off the hook. I don't remember the exact situation. Throughout the game, over the past four, leading into this one now, five games, we have totally burned unnecessary timeouts because yeah. somebody was doing something wrong. Yeah. That's tough. You know, like, yeah, and then you get to that situation and wish you had one. Because even if they have one left in that Changes situation, like, I'm, I'm on a totally other side right now where I'm saying, hey, if you could have just gotten yeah. the, in with three minutes left, we're talking about a different But somebody story. who loves to prove us wrong will do this work for us and, and will text us and tweet us and, and add us. Whatever situation caused us to burn a, turn, burn a timeout early, we didn't have a choice but to burn a timeout. Because it would have created a situation right. then right. that even this opportunity is, yep. is irrelevant now. Th there's no. no, there was no margin for error once you were down 21-0. So you had to call it. You know, yeah. you had to do these things. Yeah. yeah. Like if there was about to be a delay game and we were about to have to back up, like I got to burn the timeout. Yep. But I will say this: speaking of, uh, of penalties that helped us on that scoring drive to get us to the onside kick situation, man, God bless that false start. Mm -hmm. Without that false start, we don't score. Yep. Because it gave us a timeout. Yep. It gave yeah. us a time. Come to the hash and let's talk. Let's regroup. You know. So I don't. We of course we didn't do the, the false start intentionally, but yeah. I, I would like to program us to know to do it intentionally next time because it gave us a stoppage. Here's what I'll say. We talked a little bit about. Uh, you talked a little bit about USC potentially baiting Shador into running the ball. Well, guess what? He runs the ball a few times, and the touchdown to Jimmy that happens because the linebackers freeze. So he baits them. Into thinking maybe he'll run it again. They stop for half a second. Ain't no doubt about he, it. He goes right over yeah, the top. And, and we score. So all's yeah, well that ends well. You know. I, I just I know like I totally understand why people were freaking out in that moment because the clock's just ticking away and stores up at the line and he's trying to change things and everyone's just thinking, what is going on? We gotta hurry up. But I do think that basically you would have had to get in with three minutes and thirty seconds left, which pretty much means all of those plays would have had to go perfectly and you score. To really have a chance with zero timeouts to get them to run it three times. Yeah. And, I mean, you're taking 160 seconds off the clock during that possession. I like, um, the, I like the 160. I like how you did that, man. So, you know, you're, you're getting a little bit of time there, and that's if you get the stop. In the end, I think they were going to kick an onside kick regardless. Absolutely. So let me be the jackass here because people already in the comments always, oh, Neely's a know-it-all. So let me further be a know-it-all. <laughs> They're quote, loving you today. Quote, I mean, it's always one. It's not everybody. <laughs> Let's, let's, let's quote uh, Floyd Mayweather's Uncle Roger as it relates to boxing when he said, and I quote, most people, 
don't know shit about boxing. <laughs> all right. Most people don't know shit about football. Mm-hmm. Like you're just in the stands cheering and you haven't been to practice all week. You don't know who's hurt. You don't know what plays worked at practice, what plays failed to practice. You hadn't watched film on USC. Like there's so much about this that you don't know that somehow it looks like it's a bad decision, but it really is the best damn decision because these people who are making decisions, such as Shadur checking out of the past, has the information that you don't have. Yeah. Totally. So you're looking at going like, oh, why did you do that? Because I know something you don't know. And they scored and they got <laughs> it and point. they had it, the onside. It, they it were, worked. If they get the onside kick, we're probably talking about another overtime game right now. And who you knows don't know how bad it pained me to be the devil's advocate during that part. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> but, 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 but I see what people are thinking. But, man, it worked. Like, why are you throwing holes, at, punching holes in something that worked? Like, okay. And we had a chance with the onside kick, had time, you know, had we gotten it. That was the part that was poorly executed. And they scored 41 points. All right, we got to move on. We're over an hour in, and we have two more segments. Uh, shout out to Snarfs. Uh, it's a damn Task good sandwich. Master. They've been serving up hot toasted sandwiches in Colorado since 1996. They're from Boulder. Um, they also have si- salads, sides, desserts. Also check out Snarf Burger. There's three of those locations. Download the Snarfs app today hand. and use the, our code DNVRFANS by September 30th to earn, or by today. You have today. Download the Snarfs app. Use that code DMVRFANS to earn a buy one, get one free 7-inch sub. Download the app, create an account, go to the more section, click on coupons, enter code DMVRFANS, enjoy your sandwiches. Also, shout out to Fubo TV. Uh, Fubo's clutch, man. They automatically record all the buffs games for me, so it's easy to go back and watch. They also have Red Zone. They've got the Pac-12 network, Big 12 network, everything you need to watch, all the football you want to watch. Um... Go to Fubo, www.fubotv.com slash DMVR to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Okay. Cormani McLean played yeah. fantastic today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really happy for him, man. Um, I can't imagine it's been a fun or, or easy time the last few weeks, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially this week. Um, when, you know, I talked about this with anyone who wanted to ask, but, you know, I felt like Coach Prime was playing – Maybe not the last card, but one of the last cards, right? Mm-hmm. When you talk about it in the media, and I, I saw all these people saying, oh, he shouldn't have said that. That is him just saying, like, hey, d- will this one work? Will this one work? Because I'm having a hard time getting through to him. Um, so I can't imagine that was fun. I'm sure he had all sorts of texts, all sorts of calls, tweets, everything. Uh, but to his credit, man, um, he was called upon due to injury, it seemed like, and went out there and really held his own. As far as... I know. I think he only gave up one catch in the whole game. He had a great PBU in the end zone. Yep, mm-hmm. on Brendan Rice. On Brendan Rice. That was a great one. Uh, he should have had an interception. Coach Prime was uh, saying that, you know, DPI call a little questionable on that play. <sighs> you cannot call that. It was crazy. Great yeah. awareness by him, too. He kept yeah. his feet in, caught the oh, ball. Yeah. Like, no, he did everything. He, it, it, what happened was outside of him. Yeah. The kid can play, man. Um, yeah, he can. You know, and, and again, let me not the devil's advocate route this time. Let me just take the real route, uh, being the know-it-all and, and knowing Deion Sanders, Coach Prime. If you don't do it at practice, if you don't practice right, if you don't practice with the right effort, the right attitude, if you don't come to meetings on time, and this is not directed at Kermani McClain. This is any player. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how good you are. If he doesn't see it at practice – you're not going to see it in the game. Now, I understand, just like scholastically, some people don't test well. They're smart as hell. But if you put a test in front of them, you're like, oh, man, I don't know what to do with them because mm-hmm. they just don't take to – some people are game-time people, and they don't get up for practice. And you have the right to be that way. But when you are coached 
by Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, you're not allowed to be that way. You got to yeah. be the way where you show up at practice, you show up the right way, you do it. And so that's why Coach Prime, out of whether it was the carrot on the stick, motivation or frustration, whichever we pick, when he was asked about it repeatedly in the media, like, no, let me tell you what's happening internally. Yeah. And, and and never does Coach Prime, you know, disclose all about players because he still has that fatherhood role in their lives. You know, so once again, almost like this scenario with the with the two minute drill that people think screwed up. You don't have not you, not you. I know. You. You don't have the information that these coaches have mm-hmm. on why somebody's not mm-hmm. playing more or not playing less. And there is a a good deal of growing pains with a freshman, particularly at this level. Make sure, you're, make sure you're in shape. Know the scheme. Know where you're supposed to be. Be there uh, to learn. Be there to teach. Working well. All that kind of stuff comes into play. And it's just so fortunate. Again, remember, start to show off with big takeaway organization. It's so fortunate that organizationally we have depth here. Mm-hmm. That a receiver who's a freshman who never got a target before can have a game like this. That a freshman who is the number one recruit uh, who hadn't done much because of whatever reasons can have a game like this. None of that doesn't happen or exist if you don't have the organization that you have in place. And one thing Coach Prime ain't going to allow is somebody to be bigger than the organization. Yep. We all got to go by the rules, man. Got to go by the expectations. I'm going off of the comments here. I think Cormani was in the well-off, well-off. video. And he said time. his yep. word of the day is on time. Yep. And he was on time today, man. Uh, and so let me be the uh, – for lack of a better term, sun, sunshine pumper here and, and build, uh, you know, a a world that we can live in. I'm not going to touch pumper, but go ahead. Okay, fine. Um, Cormani had his moment today, man. He, he got to go yes. out there and he got to feel what it's like to play in front of 55,000 at Folsom Field and have them screaming your name when you make a pass break up in the end zone. And I'm just hoping that it clicks for him. I'm and beyond he, hoping. I'm optimistic that it will. And I am too, especially because – he said on time, you know, yeah. I, I'm I'm feeling really good about the thought that Cormani had his moment today and says, OK, I, I get it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll be on time. I'm going to get everything right. And I'm going to go out there and practice my ass off this week, because guess what? Now he gets to go play, go play against Arizona State. Mm-hmm. They don't have Caleb Williams. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Drew Pine or whoever they're rolling out there next week is going to give you some chances. Yep. Cormani, you can go out there and have a pick six. You can really, like, make your mark. And, and once he gets going with, with the talent that he has, he'll never look back. So I think this is a moment for Cormani. And let me quickly throw some gray light on the sunshine. During Coach Prime's postgame, he calls on the receiver that went off today and says, man, great job, love you, da-da-da-da-da-da, you know, doing all the things. And he says, hey, and there's another guy that I've been on, and I've been on him, and I'm not going to get off of him. Kermani, come up here. He said, man, great job. You did your thing today. <laughs> he, looks, he looks at him and says, but if you had those earrings again. Oh, man. So it's just like it's always something with the freshman. Hey, like, but he's going to nitpick him. Yeah, and coach ain't going to stop coaching him. And so yeah. for the people out there in the space who think, like, oh, you shouldn't have said that, it's called coaching. Here's the thing. Your I told snoring over there. I told everyone because <laughs> we're taking forever. No, I told everyone he's a drunk tired. I told everyone to be patient with Cormani. Yeah, you did. And you that's did. why. And then the second, what he said about Omari Miller in the postgame press conference about he doesn't show it at practice. Mm-hmm. I think Coach Prime just sees something special in a lot of these freshmen is coaching them hard as hell. Yeah. Absolutely. And he ain't going to let up. So yep. if you are offended now yep. at the way he publicly coaches Cormani, 
get ready to be more yes. offended. Like, he ain't uh, letting but up, But it worked. Yes, it okay, worked. we have to talk about one more guy. Alton oh. McCaskill, only one carry, five yards. Yep. You know, it, it is so hard, man. Um, running back by committee. You know, it is so hard to to make the most of your reps when you're getting limited reps, particularly when the guy who got reps before you in the game, Hank, is doing so well. Mm -hmm. And you get the ball and get five, but he got the ball and got nine. It's like it's it's hard for a coach to go like, oh, man, I got to balance this. No, you got to go with the guy who's having the most success. Mm -hmm. And part of the success that's limited is because his touches are limited. Yep. I'm, I'm going to wait on this one. Um, this is now two weeks that he's been in uniform. He's gotten a couple opportunities. Uh I'm going to wait and see. Maybe next week is his week. So patience. Yes. You gave Kermani four weeks, not you. You know, like right. this is game five and we're just seeing it. McCaskill's coming off an injury. We know what he did at Houston. I'm with you, RK. Let's, let's give me two more. The and one I, thing I just thought it was Alton's kind of young still. Yeah. Yes. I just thought it was kind of weird that he gets like one carry right out of halftime and then we just don't see him again. And it was for five yards? Yeah, mm -hmm. I know. I just thought that was a bit odd. So I'm just excited to see more of him as we go down the line. All right. Anything else before we get to no, Super Chats? No, 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 Okay. You sure? <laughs> yeah. Because if you go sure. something else, I'll make up something I know. Else. Shout out to our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. Uh, they've got a beer for every occasion. Uh, if you're watching the Broncos game tomorrow, you're probably going to need a Breck beer Is or it a Broncos game or, or a three. Bears game? It doesn't matter. Let's go Bears. <laughs> it's the Caleb Williams Bowl at this point. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Like tanking for Tua. Yep. Um, anyways, we've got tons of beers on tap. We've got seltzers. Uh, the Rikis are awesome, too. Check out their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com to find a beer near you. And then shout out to our friends at Shady Rays. Uh, it was a bright, beautiful day in Boulder today. Shady Rays came in clutch. Um, it was bright today. You're man. really struggling. Bro. Yeah, like, I know. I got the pads off. What is going on? Like, just right. give up. Just I'm, quit. I'm giving up. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, shout out to Shady Rays. I'm not even going to patience with you. <laughs> Just give up on Jake. <laughs> Don't give up on me. Come on. And people think I beat him up, man. Like, it's really you. Um, <laughs> I'm just a target. I don't know what to say. It's uh, all out of love, and you know it. <laughs> I know, I know. But anyways, shout out to Shady Rays. Every single pair backed by their lost and broken replacement program. Uh, they've got hundreds of combinations of frames and lenses, guys. Go to the Park Metals Mall or go online to ShadyRays.com. Use that promo code DMVR, and you'll get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And you can try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over a quarter million people. Yeah. That's over 250,000. I'm just going to add one we're, thing. We're good to go now. I'm just going to add one thing. Shout out to everyone who came by the tailgate. Hell I yeah. love our tailgate, dude. Mm -hmm. um, like, I would call myself a tailgate connoisseur. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I love our tailgate. It, the vibes. Um, Spencer and I have curated a little playlist that we keep ed adding to. The playlist is fire. Uh, everyone who comes through is just bringing the good vibes, and uh, I can't wait for the next one. Just uh, also, I love you, man. We met our guy uh, Colin today too. We did, yeah. We met a lot of people today. It was awesome. I, it's the best. Yeah, I love meeting people. Yeah, I love you, man. I'll tell you, we got we need a coffee table book. The light, the world according to RK. I I am a I'm in on tailgate this. connoisseur. I fancy myself <laughs> a tailgate connoisseur. Anything I know a good tailgate when I see it. I just saw a comment that reminded me the pastor was in the post game press conference room. He so was. You guys got. He I was. was here. I was a couple feet away. And no yeah, one told me. He was, me. man. I, I did. I did extend an apology on your behalf oh, to him, you. and he laughed. And I, it was almost one of those laughs like, "I'm laughing, but I really don't even remember it happening." Like, oh. I, like, like I got to admit to you, having talked to him about it, I don't think he heard you. Dang, that's like the. Um that meme where they're in the elevator and the guy says, I feel bad for you. And then he says, I don't think I don't about think you at you. all. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> last thing I have to say about this game before we get to Super Chats is, man, I was just so impressed by the fight of this team. Just loved it, man. Yep. It was amazing to watch. Um, this team is just, coaching. just getting started. Man. I'm only going to get I'm better, I'm so man. excited for the future of this team. Yeah, and as Coach Prime closed out his press, if you don't believe it, look in the mirror and slap who you see. Well, he also had a fantastic quote. Um, do you remember what it was? The uh, If you didn't believe in CU or what did he say? I want to get this right, actually. All right. Um, but he was talking about, like, the haters. Uh, he was asked about the haters, I think. And then he said, if you can't see what's coming with CU football, you've lost your mind. You're a flat-out hater. Amen. Put that on my gravestone. <laughs> I don't want you to die this. All so, right, fair, fair, yeah. fair. I All want right. that quote to be so dated by the time you die that it's irrelevant to put on there. <laughs> now, you. I promise you, should you die in the next 10 days, I will see to it Thank you. that that is somewhere near your gravesite. <laughs> How many do we got? Phone. Well, we had 21, and I was going to interrupt, <laughs> interrupt y'all, but... They're, they no, come in, so we have 23. Oh, gosh, so first right. one from Allie. She says, come home already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. was about an hour I ago. Tried. She said that. <laughs> uh, Jabrielle, thanks for the super chat. Imagine we had Travis Shiloh Slusher, Breedlove, and number 23, the freshman, RD, would look much better, and stupid mistake cost us early in the game. That's the thing, amen. man. They're not even at full amen. strength. Amen. They're missing the best player in the country. Amen. On offense and defense. I know. I'm sorry, but seven points, Travis's Travis is worth seven points. Oh, yeah. Well, the seven totally we gave up doesn't game. happen. You sure. know, when it was 14, would have been 7-3, went 14-0. That doesn't happen. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's a pick out there probably. Mm -hmm. like yeah, of course. Just... Well, there's probably a wide a screen he busts wide open or he's just open down the field, something. And imagine once Omari and Miller continues this rise and then all of a sudden you got Travis on the other side. It's like, well, who are you picking? Good luck. Yep. Good luck, man. Don't answer this, but who are you dropping off in that scenario? Don't answer. Just okay. think about it. Um, I know the answer. <laughs> Josh Ackley says, appreciate you guys grew up with this team. Was in the front row for 62-36. Now yeah. Yeah. I love there's a place I can go for post-game in my midweek fix. Love that. Thank you for riding with us. I'm sure I'll run into you at Folsom. Appreciate Remind me you, of this Josh. comment. Uh, Andrew Marshall said, Super Chat, this is the bus last loss for the year. Mm. That'd be last amazing. Last loss for the year. Mm, that would be amazing. Can you imagine? I hope so. Yeah. If that happens, I'm calling it now. They'll, they will play for the Pac-12 championship. <laughs> Absolutely. A, they dodged Washington. Be a two, two lost team. Yeah, exactly. And they dodged <clears throat> Washington, too. Yep. Apparently, um, I... Comments, let me know what happened in that Auburn-Georgia game. It was tied with six minutes left. Oh, and then no. apparently, actually, Stanford is uh, throwing the first punch on Oregon right now. <laughs> okay, Georgia won. Georgia Sleeping won. Beauty says you feel that. <laughs> Your snoring made the show, Evans. <laughs> uh, Patriot Tech Super Chat. After the Oregon game, I'll take a moral victory. We need to get back to winning and get healthy. Amen. There you yeah. go. Uh, super chat from Mr. Hillsman. 25-plus run plays in both games. CU scores 40-plus. I mean, balance. Someone had the super chat yesterday, man. You can't just rely on Shador to just It's just not fair to Shador. No, yeah. no. But not because he's not capable of it, because it makes his job harder. doing makes, it that yeah. much harder. It makes the offensive line job harder. Yep. Uh, super chat from Chris Bettler. He says, "Hater said we'd, we we would get better at one and four, right? But we're three and two. They yep. thought be, we'd be zero oh and five at this point. Mm -hmm. yep. Amen. A lot like that was a legitimate take. Yes, that was out there. 
Well, I guess it wasn't a legitimate take, but it was an actual take. People thought they'd <laughs> only win two games the entire year. Yeah. Vegas did. They got us at three. Yep. Three and a half. Can't wait to cash that out. Oh, I bet you I won't have all the people in my mentions this week saying they're still going to go three and nine mm-hmm. after they saw what they did today. God, I can't wait till that over three and a half hits. See you about whew, whatever a week is in hours from now. Yep. Okay, so we've got a couple from Mr. Hillsman again. He said, fans, Super Chats, uh, fans have been asking to stick to the run since Nebraska in this chat and others in both games where CU ran 25-plus, they've scored 40-plus. Yep. Uh, he also says, another Super Chat, rest killed the momentum on that non-call where Bear, Bear Alexander was clearly lined up offsides on that fourth down. Oh, my God. Second or this. third to last CU drive. Yes, there was a play. The fourth down stop. Right. I don't. I can't remember. I don't think it was a fourth down. I think it was an edge rusher. But he was literally lined up on. Like it was right in front of us. You could see it. The ref just multiple shook people, it off. Multiple people have said on the fourth and five. I think that CU did not convert. That Bear Alexander was way offside. Um, that might be the play. Then I don't know. I just. It was crazy. It was crazy. We all saw it. I trust your eyes. Uh, I'll He's pull on up the fifty-yard line. I'll show no, you the no, screenshot. I, I believe it. I mean, it's pretty apparent. You call it straight down the middle, Jake. You're you're pretty concise. Thank you. I'm a straight shooter. Um, let's see. I'm Simba Roberts. Uh, <laughs> lemon. Oh, it was a super sticker. Thank you. Describe it. Uh, I was yes. about to. Yes. Lemon character holding his hands with gratitude on his face. Awesome. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Uh, super chat from Anthony Pyron. Five seconds. If you love us, hit the like button. Cheer, cheer from the crew. Let's go. Let's go. Thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, K-Dub, Super Chat, love the show. Buff's going to stop digging themselves in holes. Sean Lewis, Sean Lewis will improve. Love the fight in this team, trusting the process. Yeah, the shooting ourselves in the, in the, in the hole was got to stop. I do think and believe that whether it's Coach Prime, because you will hear him say every week, I've got to get better. Mm-hmm. That's something i got to fix. Accountability is a part of this program. I think all of our players and coaches get better and better each game. Having said that, I don't think the nuances here is, is the OC or DC getting better. Uh, I think it's the shooting us in the foot. Like, we start slow. Uh, we It's one thing to, to jump off sides. It happens. It's another thing to jump off sides when it's third and two. You know, it's, it's like we can't do those kind of compounding errors that we have been known to, and this team has got to develop an identity, man. we got to be known for something. Here's the thing about Sean Lewis. This offense today had 564 total yards, outgained Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley in yep. USC. They put but- up – 41 points but, without Travis Hunter but, and with a makeshift shaky offensive line. I'm with you, brother. I don't I put some respect on Sean Lewis's name. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I've said it enough so we can keep going. All right. Uh, okay. Um, Arthur Gillum, Sean Lewis is human. We all have bad days. Remember, he was handpicked <laughs> by Coach <laughs> Prime. Just shut up with the Lewis criticism. He's a great OC. Okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, another one. Uh, let me. This. Okay, one thing, really quick. <laughs> no, you said you weren't. No, no, no. You said I'm, you weren't. I'm not going to talk about Sean Lewis. There was an offensive coordinator here a few years back that everyone hated, um, and he got run out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, now he is the offensive coordinator for the team that upset Utah last night. Mm-hmm. His name is Brian Lindgren, and I thought he called mm-hmm. a hell of a game last night. And I was thinking to myself, man, we want. It's so easy to criticize play calling, and in the end. Play calling is oftentimes uh, a real reflection of the matchup. Uh, and so last week, I, I truly believe there were no plays that Sean Lewis could have called that were right. Right. Um, this week, it took him a minute. We talked about that. They need to avoid these slow starts, and that is my, that is my one criticism. But, man, if he wasn't cooking – 
mm-hmm. later in the game. I mean, all the way down to the, you know, the goal line run. Like he was in his bag. There was a nice little uh, revert, like a reverse misdirection that they got uh, converted a third down. I think to with. Jimmy, right? Yep, yeah. yep. So I got, I got one observation. For I thought he was going to throw it for a second. <laughs> one, one observation for that, and you can attribute this to the OC Sean Lewis or the DC Charles Kelly. A lot of times we want to blame them uh, for something and not taking out or into consideration that the guy ran the play wrong, mm-hmm. like that the That's receiver ran the same wrong right. route or that the linebacker was not supposed to come through that gap. Right. It, when the play is successful, we give these guys all the kudos in the world. And most of the times the play is successful because people did their damn job. It's unsuccessful. It's not because the play was drawn up poorly or, or the play wasn't called properly. It wasn't executed properly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Next week, a huge opportunity for Sean Lewis. Oh, yeah. Next few uh, weeks. Yep. Bad Juju with a super chat. When will Alton play a full quarter? We'll see. Hopefully soon. Uh, DJ with a super chat. The OC needs to treat the first quarter like the third quarter because when we're down, Lewis finally calls plays the go downfield and unshackle QB2 and wideouts. <coughs> I don't mind it. Find what's working in those comeback efforts um, that you can duplicate on the first track. I think it was your last word. The effort is what's working. That's true. You know, I think I think that the the opening possessions, mm-hmm. the desperation in the third quarter and overtime, there's more focus, uh, there's more intensity, there's absolutely more effort in that mentality you talk about with the run game, just the mentality we're going to make this work. Yep. I think the first quarter is more like lack of days go happy to be here. Oh, we got this, ain't no worries kind of thing. Uh, it ain't the play calling, y'all. It's the play execution. Yep. Uh, Don Peasy said SS had 15, Shador had 15 touchdown passing, two touchdown rushing, and two interceptions. Is Omari Miller now a rotational starter? Was that the CSE or Honey Badger? Is Cormani a starter? Oh my gosh. Where are you going to be next week? I'm an ASU fan. Can't stop watching. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> all right. One, thanks for watching. Two, we'll be in Tempe. Uh, we are tailgating at Fat Tuesday. Yep. Um, so we'll see you there. We'll be drinking, you know, tall drinks like they do in New Orleans. Uh, and what is was that for the CSE or Honey Badger mean? Was that CS? Oh, Cameron, someone, Craig, or the Honey uh, Badger? Uh, oh, I got it. Was that? I got it. Yep. Yeah. Three picks in uh, this young season already yep. for him. Yeah. In really four games because he didn't really right. play mm-hmm. week four. Sure. Uh, super chat from Atlanta Moore. I know how I feel about... Uh, Cam's interception, awesome. But what was he feeling? He appeared frustrated or focused. Just a fiery guy. I mean, it's like when this is not going to hit very well with our audience. <laughs> I bet. I was going to say it's like when a soccer team is down three-one, and it's not even going to hit well with yeah, your co-host. Sorry. Like I'm, I'm already lost. <laughs> Just stay with me. Okay, I'm gonna try. <laughs> there's ten minutes left in the game. You score to make it three-two. Okay. Instead of celebrating. The guy just runs in, grabs the ball, and runs it back to the right. center field and says, right. let's go. Yeah. Like, you know, it's that, I think that's what Cam yeah. was. It's just like, hey, here's the ball. Go yep. score. Yep. You know what, man? For a guy who don't know a damn thing about soccer but has seen it, that was a perfect analogy. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. That, that is exactly what Cam was doing. Like, he's go mode. Yep. Like, just I ain't like, got time to celebrate I did my this. job. Yep, Your let's turn. Go, let's yep. go. Yep. Love uh, well, well drawn up. Um, another one Football. from Elena, another super chat. She says, does Shiloh return to Colorado next year? Does he have any remaining eligibility? He does have one more year of eligibility. We'll find out what his decision is. Yeah, and I spoke with uh, Shiloh on the sideline about his uh, uh, injury, mm-hmm. and uh, he continues to go to the lab and get tests. And uh, you know, the good news is it is nothing life-threatening. It is nothing kidney loss-threatening, no permanent kind of kidney injury. Uh, but not to be too graphic, but just to describe it, 
medically, he has to have a drop-off in the amount of blood that is showing up in his urine before he's cleared to play. It is optimistic that that will happen this week. Let's go. Thinking of him, that just sounds really unfun. I couldn't get the mic today, but I really wanted to ask Coach about a Travis update, or at least what he said to him today. Bro, you got to fight for that mic, my guy. I mean. You deserve it. You got to be rude like the other people, man. Yeah. The I, other people in it were rude today, and you were a gentleman. I'm not just going to, like, I'm not going to piss and off And that's Curtis why you didn't get a question. Out. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> like, but, I'm just egging him on. He did right. No, you did right following the rules. They give you the mic. Yeah. Other people were unruly. You well, keep following the rules. Is it the same as the Tuesday where they have the, the person in there? Yeah. You got to just get them and be like, hey. <laughs> Let me go first. Part of my issue is I'm trying to tweet out Coach Prime's like always phenomenal opening statement, and so I missed the mic like around the first. I saw get that around. happen. Yeah. I saw that. So. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Uh, okay, super chat from Harvey Malone. No text. Thank you so much. We Thanks, appreciate Harvey. it. Uh, K super chat. I appreciate Unk's perspective with Coach Lewis and Shador. The offensive execution in the first half is alarming. No excuses. Sean Lewis must improve. <laughs> <laughs> as, we all, <laughs> as we all need to improve, uh, even on this show. Now, our producer doesn't need to improve. She's got of it. Of course. Going no, I could. I could. Always. Uh, Lanny or E? Uh, yep. I? <laughs> A and I? Sorry. Uh, Super chat. I would love to see Rod and Slushmore in rotations after this week. They play hard on ball hawks. I hope this isn't a one time thing for Rod. Who were the names? Rod and Slush. Slush didn't play today. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's so. still injured. <laughs> Okay. Before the game, I'm out there at the tunnel. I see Carter Stoutmire and Miles Slusher walk out in sweats. Yeah. And then people who are not down on the field, who are up in the press box, are saying Miles Slusher is playing today. No, they because they, he was on the printout on the depth chart uh, up yeah. in the press box, but he was not playing today. And at one point, or and I don't know what time of pre pregame was it. It was after the buff walk. Slush was sort of dressed in warm up clothes. Like warming the official warm up for the day clothes. Uh, so I don't know if that became like a game time decision or nothing, but Carter was absolutely not playing today. Slusher was bouncing around like he was, but but then, of course, didn't, which we knew he wouldn't. I also think it confused people that Adam Hopkins made a play on special teams wearing number 18. And then Caleb was wearing 18 today as well. Okay, that's very confusing. Yeah. They made a bunch of, I don't Maybe know if you Mathis, heard them, they made Hopkins. a, a, a bunch of announcements on USC's jersey switching. Oh, really? Did you hear him? Did you hear him? Uh, you I hear didn't him? Know. You might have been talking to the guy about your movie role or something. <laughs> no. But like every other quarter, they're saying like, hey, number 19 is now number three. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's because they have multiples probably on special Yeah, teams. yeah, I get it. But yeah. it was like, it, that typically just happens like once in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they That's had about annoying. six announcements. Evan, did you hear it? Like it was nonstop. I was like, uh-uh. and then, you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm like, hey, man, who are they putting out there? Like, yeah. like, like <laughs> who's suspended? Take the helmet off and really see yeah. who that guy is. Like, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> they never said anything on the press box for that. No, man, they switched numbers about, I know, five times, man. Damn. Yeah. All right. I have to give a shout-out to our social media coordinator or uh, whatever, I don't know, social media guy, uh, Nick, who I sat with at the game. Uh-huh. He wanted to get the shot, you know, if a big play happened so he could put it out on social. So he was just recording every play. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, let me see that. I just watch the play. I was just watching the film <laughs> nice. during the game. Nice. <laughs> I love it. Nice. Um, another one from Harvey. Neely, please provide some insight on the special teams. They have been consistently bad every week. There it is. Like, we have just – Coach Prime using his words, special teams has got to play special. We have yet to play special. Uh, I do think early on uh, it was an organizational kind of issue uh, because of depth and waiting on some guys to really get going on their offensive-defense unit. We may not have been playing the best athletes on special teams. 
Like, uh, remember, if you look at, like, TCU, Smoke wasn't out there a lot on special teams. Well, now you see Smoke out there, and he's making damn plays on special teams. So I really thought we were going Formani. to get – Yes, I really thought we were going to get exponentially better between now and then. And we've either flattened or worsened. And like I said before, we've gotten away with stuff. Well, you know? here's the thing. I mean, depth on doesn't just affect offense and defense. It affects yeah. special teams. Yeah, maybe more Rod than Ward – was a guy making plays yeah, out there. Now he's got to play starting defense. He can't go absolutely. play special teams. And Roar Same wouldn't have been the guy to stop a punt from getting blocked, but I feel right. you. Like yes. It, it yeah. is an issue. Uh, and I think as far as the special teams where we want to show that we're dynamic, like, man, they, they're just not going to kick it to Dylan Edwards. Like, right. like They're yeah. going to kick it out the back. So yeah. it's a lot of meat that gets left on the bone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to the commenter, man, absolutely correct. We have got to get better at that phase of the game yep. if we want to be that team. Uh, Jay McNeil says, can someone let the coaching staff know the number two recruit in the nation for 25 is out here in Savannah, Georgia, is uncommitted. Need to get CU out here to see him. That's his name. <laughs> it would know. be nice. I, would doubt, be nice. I doubt if this stellar recruiting staff under uh, player personnel, Coach Corey Phillips, I doubt if we don't know that. Yep. Like, yep. I'm, I'm, Thank you, but I'm sure we're on top of that kind we of thing. We got it. Okay, perfect one then in the show uh, from Ryan Scobus from Omaha, Nebraska, living amongst the enemies but repping the black and gold always. Well done. DNVR keeping me connected to the homeland. Love it. Well, well done. It. Come home. Yes. What are you doing? <laughs> come home. Like no job offer in that. Just come <laughs> no, home. Like, yeah, we'll <laughs> figure it out. Yeah, well, just be homeless here instead of well off there. I got it. <laughs> All right. I said it uh, last week, man, perspective, and this was a much greater game, but I am just so excited about the future of this team. That was a great game, great effort by them. I know it sucks to lose. No one wants to lose, but that was impressive. Yeah, I agree. I've uh, said all along to echo you, measuring stick game the past Mm -hmm. two weeks. Our measurement failed. We were lacking and wanting last week, Uh, but I think this measurement this week really shows who we are, who we can be, and who we're going to be. I like the direction this program is headed. Mm -hmm. Man. Put your black and gold on tomorrow. Hold your head high. Keep your shoulders up. Yep. Um, this was a this was a good day to be a Buffalo. Yep. Can't wait, man. Um, we should do this again, maybe in Arizona. Yep. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited, man. I'm excited for a pregame show from the team hotel again. That's gonna be a good I one. Know. That Me will too. be a good one, man. Get to grab people, and you know, I just leave it there. We like grabbing people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's how you know it's over. All right. Uh, We'll be off tomorrow. We'll be off Monday. We'll be back Tuesday, guys. See you then. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.